The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. for her today and we're going to get into how she deals with a healthy lifestyle, how she built her business, how it's growing, how she balances social media, husband, dog, all of this stuff and with the growth of a business. So uh, she's sitting here in front of me just over a screen, but I feel like she has been just, you know, in my living room chatting with T all morning. So um, how's it going? (laughs) You what? I wish I was in your living room. I know. I wish you were here in Charleston. So you're in Columbia right now. Give people an idea of like, what is Emily? Who is Emily? What do you do? What are you doing? What is Tasty as Fit? Okay. So I'll, I'll try and give the short version. Um, so yes, my name is Emily Blanchard and I now own a retail plant-based meal prep slash grab and go as of this week, um, store here in Columbia. And, um, you know, it's kind of crazy to look back on it, um, kind of how this even all started. But I, I, so I moved, I lived in New York for about five years, went to the University of Georgia, um, always was super into health. I was a big soccer player. So I really did kind of understand at a younger age, I would say high school, kind of like the correlation between food and like how I would play on the soccer field. Cause I was, ne- and I had these teammates who I was like honestly so jealous of who could like eat a piece of pizza and like go play an hour and a half game of soccer and I just was not one of them um so I kind of did understand that at an early age my mom we're Greek and so my mom always you know we were always like cooking and eating around the dinner table and I wouldn't even necessarily say we were eating so healthy as opposed to just eating real fresh Mm -hmm. food um no, it's just always super important to her, which I do think spurred all of this. So anyway, fast forward, moved to New York. I um, was in PR for a little bit, and then I started training at a studio there called SLT, which is a mega former um, studio. So I kind of did that part time, and then did some kind of like lifestyle modeling, you know, blah blah blah. And in both of uh, both industries, you kind of saw the importance of you know, just the knowledge of health, like even people who I would kind of like, you know, you were saying like training, um, the same people coming with the same problems, like, well, I'm working out this much and I can't figure out why I can't lose weight. And then also on the other side of like, you know, kind of in that modeling world, it's more, well, I don't know what I need to be eating to be performing and still, you know, feeling good, looking good and all that. So I really did kind of just like, wow, like, it's my, it has always been something I've been so, so interested in. So I kind of did dive in that way. And, um, and then, so moved back to uh, Columbia after, let's see, I was there about five, I think I moved in 2000 and 
18, 17, 18. So moved back to Palm yeah, about two, it was 2017. Yeah, after I got married. Yeah, so moved back because I got married. Um, met my husband. We were both born in Columbia. Met in New York. <laughs> Full circle back to Columbia. So, um, but anyway, I had no idea what I wanted to do. I, I thought I wanted to start a workout studio, a mega former studio. So I was even looking at retail locations for that. Um, just in that space, which I know every girl kind of after school, after their first job, is kind of like, what do I want to do with my life? Where do I want it to go? That, like um, free spirit can't quite settle follow exactly. your passion not sure you know there's something a little bit more but you're not sure what it is like very eat pray love exactly yeah exactly um yeah good days and bad days of like I don't know what I'm doing with my life so um anyway it was actually my little sister who was like just start a food Instagram and I was not this is to tell people this is always so funny because they're always like I don't believe you but I was not an Instagram person like on my personal Instagram, really didn't use it. I didn't love it. I didn't like to always be like everyone knowing what I was doing, like super connected. I was like, no. And she was like, no, trust me, it's a thing. Like, it's a thing. <laughs> she's, you know, six years younger than me. So she was like, no, do a food Instagram. So anyway, I started taking pictures and I was private of, um, of all the healthy food. And I think when I started, you know, it was just something to like, buy me some just just a fun hobby like something to just clear my head like cooking is such therapy for me but anyway a mom here who actually used to babysit me reached out and was like hey I've been seeing your Instagram posts I'm a working mom you know as you know of four and I don't have time to cook for my family and I want to be healthier can you help me out like I know she was like I know you don't have a job yet and I was like okay great so thank you <laughs> I was like oh, thank you for reminding me sure I will help you <laughs> Well, you and your family. So I started dropping off extras of what I was making to her door. She would slide like a check under the mat. And um, about two weeks into doing this for her, she Instagrammed it. And the next morning, I had like like fifteen emails from other moms, working moms, uh, a few law, a few law students, being like, "Do you do this? Because I've been looking for something like this." And, um, I would love to like get your info. And I was like, no, 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 I do not do this. But then I just started taking on one like family or client at a time and being like, well, I'll do it for you. I'm a sucker and like, can't say no to people. Uh-huh. So sure. Yeah. I'll work you in, you know, anyway, before I knew it, I'm running, you know, a little operation out of my house <laughs> and having people come to the door. Um, and I was just kind of prepping, I would send out, I got to the point where I was sending out like email menus and anyway, um, and the reason, so I am mostly, I am about 98% plant-based, I would say. Occasionally, mm-hmm. I would do, like, a fish or if someone cooks something for me that they've, like, slaved over and, are, you know, aren't aware. Yeah. You know, try, try and always be super respectful. Or when traveling and, you know, I mean, got to live a little bit. just insane. Like, maybe have a sardine. Like, get over it. You know, that kind of thing. Maybe I want to bite of that octopus. It's going to be a guess. But, <laughs> yeah. but, but, yes, in my day-to-day life, I'm probably, you know, 98% plant-based I would say so anyway that's how I started it but because I also was like you know I don't want to deal with dairy and food and like spoilage and it's just easier and it's how I eat I'm not even good at cooking meat so I didn't want to ever offer it so anyway it kind of grew like that and I um eventually added in the gluten-free um since there's so many allergies and you know stuff like that are just easy for getting it to their kids so it was just like an easy transition so anyway it got to about 12 to 13 families out of my house. And then finally one day my husband came in and with like, you know, crumbs splattered on the walls and on the fridge. And he was like, Emily, we have got 
to do something about this. He's and like, I love I, you, but this is disgusting. Guy, yeah. He was like, we could not live like this. And I was like, right. So, I'm sure that I, sounds so nice and smooth, but I'm sure that was a different conversation. Yeah. And I was even like, you need to figure out, like, do you want to do this? Like, is this what you want to do? And I remember, like, praying, like, being like, I think this is what I want to do. Like, you know, so we literally talk about weird timing, too. The next day after we had this conversation, literally the next day in the paper, um, there was a French cooking school. This uh, chef was retiring. He had been like been in the space for like 20 years. And he, so it was a a kitchen and he was retiring. And so we called and we were like, what are you doing with your building? He was like, well, I'm like, I'm selling it. And we were like, wow, this is just too crazy. It's too serendipitous. Out of stressful conversation, just, you know, you know, because everything, I mean, I'm not, everything goes into it, you know, money. Are you willing to, uh, is this, are you willing to like, you know, go the extra lengths to make sure this works out? You know, is this, you're going from never having worked for yourself to being the boss and having to mm-hmm. others. So, I mean, you know, I'm not, it sounded like it was, you know, super easy. And the one day I, you know, doing it in my kitchen and one day we're flawlessly doing it in the building. It wasn't like that at all. It was like yeah. such a learning curve, but the most rewarding, you know, long days, long nights, some nights not sleeping. And then, um, you know, the Instagram, It I when people bash social media, and I totally get that social media can be, I mean, I go through it every day. It can be such a, like, negative space, but it can yeah. also be such a positive space. And I have been on the side of the positive of, Watching it help me grow my business, connect with people like you. So the, it was. And I feel like uh, genuinely, I feel like you can like you create that yourself. You you feed what you want to receive, and I just feel like you have done such a good job of responding to the good. And like maybe you block people that you don't like or that you don't want to follow, or you I, even had to do that. Yeah, and like I, I'll the it's it's so cool to watch the how the Instagram grew with the business, you know, it was just like, an, and you were, I mean, I hadn't really experienced any, I was always knocking on wood, like I hadn't experienced any negativity on Instagram. I mean, there's been a few now recently, just, you know, people looking to, why are you doing things this way? And why don't, why are you plant-based and you know, all that stuff, yeah. which I'm fine with it. I'm, I'm like an open book. I really am. I'm like, you want to chat about something? Like there's no need to be rude. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, I'm open. Yeah. Hello. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I have been really, I've had a great experience with this Instagram side of things uh, thus far. So, mm-hmm. I really find honored as a happy place and, and meeting people like you that led to this podcast. You know, it's, I mean, it really can. It's, it's so cool. And people expressing their problems and you want to help. And it's, I mean, it's amazing. You got to learn how to turn it off sometimes. Agreed. I completely agreed. I think that if you're using it as, like, sometimes I'll use it as, like, a way to kill time, but other times it's, like, other how how are clients going to reach out to you or it's just a huge medium and I just feel like if you can channel it and make it positive and really niche down to only what you're doing like stay in your lane and it's fine completely like my motto and that is truly like what I live by like it's like if you try and do everything you you're doing nothing you know it's just you gotta do nothing exactly um and I have, like, this whole list of questions, but obviously I feel like this is one of those conversations that's just going to flow up and down, and I just, like, I could talk to you for 10 hours. And if you guys, by the way, we have been 
I have been talking to Emily, like we were talking for probably 10 minutes before we even started recording. And I, I think 15 different times I was like, shit, I should be recording. This is good. This is good. Um, but uh, so that's like how you grew your business. You're based in Columbia. And so I, if you guys don't know Tasty Esfit, you need to follow her. I'm going to put her in the show notes and give you guys all this information, but it, like pause this podcast, go look at the Instagram. Um, one, the French kitchen that you were talking about, it's incredible. It is so beautiful. It's like black and white tiles, so perfect. And, and that's the most fun part was decorating. So we had to do, we had to kind of gut the thing and just kind of yeah, going. But it was, uh, of course, that's the fun part, you know, mm-hmm. decorating. So, um, but it is. It's like you know. I remember thinking before we kind of started picking things out, like, what do you want to feel when you walk in? And, and I get so, oh, yeah. like, butterflies when clients walk in. And they're like, oh, it's just happy in here. I'm like, really? Thank you, because that's what I was looking for. There's big windows and sunshine, and it's just um, – and the girls that I have working for me are just, like, absolutely amazing. And so, you know, that always helps as well. So it's been, uh, all, Columbia has just given me the warmest welcome. So I, I can be more thankful. So much that makes me so happy for you. We're like waiting for her to come to Charleston, you guys. Um, but what I was also gonna say is like you have this uh, really bountiful, wholesome lifestyle with your family and your friends and your dog and all that good stuff. And I, so you're super close with your family and all of that good stuff. And I, that is important. Like we can definitely touch on that. But um, as far as like what you do on a day to day basis, I know that you you kind of touch on your lifestyle stuff in your Instagram. You'll talk about like skincare, you'll talk about workouts, but you've been talking more about workouts. I don't know if that's just me, but, um, I want to know day in the life, like business on an average, like Thursday, like tomorrow, what are you doing when you wake up? Like what kind of morning routine do you have? Cause I'm all about that. I want to know. And then I want to dive more into like the benefits of the plant-based lifestyle. But first I want to like get to know you here about your day. Okay, so a little day in the life of me. It's funny that you say, like, on a Thursday, because if you were, like, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I would be like, well, every day is different, which is so true for me because, you know, we're still a very small uh, company. It's like I have two employees, me, and then some interns, and we literally – nothing goes out is sold without my – like hands on it like everything I cook everything they help me prep everything so sometimes that means that we are in the store at 6 a.m sometimes that means I'm in the store until 9 p.m um prepping and stuff like that so every day is so different I think I thrive off that though like I love and then a lot of times on Friday I'm like Megan, I'm not coming in today. I'm testing recipes at the house and I'm, you know, focusing on Instagram and responding to DMs and like stuff like that. And, um, so I try and kind of work around our food schedule at the store and also recipe testing at home. So very different hours. I will say I'm always up pretty early. Um, I do, if I can, I like to get my workout in in the morning, but I'll wake up and, and, um, I wake up if I can have lemon water. I do because that is like something that I love. Love it. If I can't, I'm chugging water because I just love to hydrate before. I don't drink coffee really before I work out. So I'll, you know, wake up, lemon water or water, go work out, come back. Usually lots of water before I have coffee. And I'll do. um, Did you guys all hear that? She drinks her water before she drinks her coffee. Hello. Like, it's so funny. I am like a water fiend. Like I, my body, if I am not having that much water, it's like, I'm so thirsty. And, you know, coffee just does 
that as well. Make sure mm-hmm. you so, but I cherish my coffee. Everyone's like, do you drink coffee? I'm like, um, yes. I love me some coffee. So I usually do coffee with um, steamed. I've been doing steamed cashew milk. Um, and, but, you know, flops between almond milk and cashew milk. And mm-hmm. I'll just do it. I like, it's my happy place. So definitely do that. And then I'm in the store and we're just cooking all day. Um, now with this grab and go, it's been a little bit crazier, but in a good way. It's just a new challenge. And, uh. Mm-hmm. Or pretty much in the store all day. I usually will come home. I like to come home around like 1, 31, let the puppy out, make sure he's okay. And then uh, I'll make like a big smoothie or I'll have like whatever. A lot of times I'll have leftovers in the fridge that I'll just, uh, yeah. you know, snack on and then head back to the store. So are you close to the store? So everything's pretty accessible and like all that good stuff. It's a beautiful thing about me being able to pop back and forth. If I've Love that. Um, yeah, we're, I'm like three minutes away. So it's super easy for me to kind of uh, bounce back and forth. It's like the only kind of startup where you can't bring your dog to work. It's like, oh, like I miss him, but. I tried it. I was like, what if I put him in this room? What if he wears a jacket? No dogs in a food establishment. I was like, I guess, that, I guess that makes sense. Yes, maybe a, maybe a couple years ago, but kind of not now. Um, well, not for Hampton. He's okay. <laughs> oh, my God, and his name is Hampton. Y'all, go check out this dog. He's so handsome. He's, like, the most handsome debonair dog ever. <laughs> He's so cute. I'm totally – I was, like, before I had my own dog, I was, like, oh, you know, all those dog moms who were so upset. And I'm, like, I own it. I am such one of those people. Like, oh, this is me. I know the whole life now. He's incredible. Um, wait, I want to rewind a little bit. So you said you work out almost every morning. And again, I kept like referencing back to you. It's not about the physical, but like you are, you're strong, you're lean, you're super healthy. Like you exude health. What are your workouts like? You know, I want to hear about this. I, and I'm the, whenever I give little talks, whatever, I'm the first to say a lot of times, um, here studios will invite me in. So I am lucky to, I'm so I feel so grateful to be able to do a lot of different things, which I know is not realistic for a lot of people, but I do just because, you know, time, money, you know, it's hard to do that kind of stuff. But I, but I, uh, have kind of, I love helping promote, uh, the local, uh, you know, workout studios around town. So I am lucky enough to be able to try that, but I would like to switch it up. So I'm like a, I love like Pilates, like bar, like low impact, um, workouts. And then I also love like, hit too so I try and bounce back and forth between the two and then you know what some days I'm like I'm not working out other days I'm, like, I'm going on a long walk my body is exhausted so we stand I, I mean we stand at the store for sometimes like 12 hours straight and so you know if I don't get it out in the morning and I'm just exhausted I'll take the dog on a long walk but um mm-hmm. I love strength training mm-hmm. I I used to be a huge 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 cardio person in like high school and college and i definitely taken off on I mean step down a little bit on that which I like I mean it kind of it makes me feel better I do love to run so I'll do that like once or twice a week but uh but well, that, I'm kind of switching it up a lot but I do love me some weights and, and then I love the body resistance stuff too yes because I see you doing like a lot of the um you'll do a lot of body weight stuff with planking a lot of different ab exercises and you'll work with love it and the um the sliders that you use all the time. So that's, I feel like kind of Pilates with. Exactly. You know, back to my New York days and at SLT on the megaform where it was just all body weight, all, um, you know, like creating instability. Just, I 
I'm obsessed with the woman's body and just like how it's like strong and challenge and you know all of that stuff. And I think using your body weight is perfect. It's a if lot, and it's enough, and you could do it anywhere. I completely agree with you. Um, so you know me in the fitness industry, obviously nutrition as well, but I do. I am so in love with hot yoga, the low impact of it. I've been getting more into bar. Like, we have heated bar at Milo, the gym that I do. Oh, my God. I can't wait for you to come take these classes. And then um, I'm also obsessed with weightlifting and, like, sprints, things like that. But I feel like I, feel like I really have been um, – sorry, I'm hanging up on my sister right now. Sorry. So I feel like I have been gravitating more towards um, the – low intensity, not low intensity, but low impact workouts. And with that, I just, I feel a little better. Like I feel physically lighter in my being. And with that, like, I want to know why you like more low impact workouts. I will say, I think you're right. in the fact also, as you get older, I won't even say as you get older, as you learn to kind of connect with your body and feeling, Oh, how do I feel after this workout? How do I feel after a different workout? I think like you were saying for me, feeling depleted, like a lot of people like to feel super depleted. And I love me a good workout. I love to feel challenged and like, you know, like I actually worked really hard, but there's something to feeling so depleted after a workout and then having to go work all day. That's just not super appealing to me. So I, I love to be challenged. I love to get my heart rate up, but I don't want to feel like I can't go on. I have to go take a nap, you know, and I think the low impact, uh, Pilates, hot bar, all that stuff. I mean, you feel such, I mean, you're sweating, you feel such a good workout, but you feel more restored than you do depleted. And that's just kind of how, you know, as you get older and as you have to take on, you know, when I was in college, it was like, okay, I'm going to go to class. I'm going to work out. And you know, that's, that's my responsibility for myself for the day. But now, you know, you got to come home, you got to deal with the dog, you got to cook dinner, all yeah. that it's just for me it's just more like restoring for my for my body um and I know everyone's different but at this place for me in my life right now it's just kind of it's kind of what makes me feel best so I love that and I think that's so true you got to really connect with your body you see what's working like if you're exhausted all the time and if you feel like your body is exhausted and you're like plateauing then maybe it's time to just like change up your workout routine um see I told you my um, wait, so you said that you still cook dinner, which is obviously like you're in the food, you're in the food industry and I'm like, Oh my God. Wow. So do you think that you cook a little bit differently at home than you do at the store? What's, what's your average dinner? Like, what, what are you making tonight? I'm so excited. <laughs> the fun thing is all the recipes that y'all see on Instagram are all things that I have come up with literally in my own kitchen. I don't really test at the store. I test in my kitchen cause it's kind of where I feel like at a store I'm working when I'm at home, it's more like my creative juices are flowing and stuff like that. So everything on all of my recipes were created in this kitchen, usually for like a dinner or like Boyd, poor thing, has to like try all of my recipes. Um, oh but, yeah, poor him. What a uh, tough life. <laughs> I know. Everyone's like, is your husband vegan? And I'm like, no, but <laughs> he's a good sport and he does. I mean, he is, it's so funny. He like, he was uh, making a smoothie this morning. He's like, I just have never felt this good. And I'm, and I'm like, <gasps> something about, I mean, I'll just leave it there. Something about it. But, um, 
about not pushing because I I've dated people and I'm currently dating people that are like super open minded, but I've also dated people that are like I they don't want to be pushed at all. And all you can do is just do it yourself and then be like, wow, almost too much. You're like, I feel so great. I'm sleeping like a log. Like I'm having the best conference calls. Like sometimes you just have to tell how good you feel and not push, not push, not push. Let them come. And if they get through like a few days or a few weeks or a few months of it, and then they start like, oh, okay, well, like I actually do feel good not eating meat every day and like cutting cheese bit and stuff. I mean, granted, you know, trust me, he gets his fair share of bad, you know, not bad, but you know, meals that he really loves. But he also, so for instance, I before I was got on here with you, I was on the phone with him, and he was like, I could just do a really big like salad. We could grill some veggies. I was like, what? Okay. You're like, I'll run to the store right now. I think I test the um I am gonna test a salad tonight and then we're gonna like do a little little barbecue on the grill. Oh yeah, a little red wine, have a good night, have some fun. Love that. Red wine is a food group for him. So yeah. Okay, good, good. That does make me feel human because some people, I'm like, I have a, I mean, I had a glass of wine last night. Like, I, it's okay. It's normal. It's so cool for you to, because it's right. You don't have to be so extreme. To, yeah. You really don't. I mean, it's all in moderation and don't stress. I, That's the biggest thing is, for me, it's like, do not stress if you, you know, eat that piece of cake or you don't feel like you gave into anything. You clearly, you wanted it. It's fine. Move on. Yeah. I genuinely think that diets are like children. And I say diets. I think that like eating habits are like children where if you restrict them so much, then they're going to rebel like a mofo. They're just going to go insane. And like, it's so true. It's so true. And like, I know for a fact that if I don't let my kid like go out and do whatever they want to do, they're going to be smoking weed behind a dumpster in the middle of the second grade. And I'm, you know, so that's like, (laughs) but that's how I feel. I feel like it would just go bananas so fast. And I just feel like it's all a matter of balance and having those, um, like having this lifestyle. So, and that's what I do. Another question. And I think we talked about this before I even started recording. Um, but I want to figure out like what, and I'm kind of going off track right here, but what did you notice specifically in, was improved in your life when you were primarily plant-based like now compared to maybe four years ago? I don't know. when. yeah. So like no measurable physical everything. Um, I, it's actually funny when, right before I moved back from New York, and like I said, I've always, you know, always been, I've always eaten veggies. I've always loved and craved fresh foods, but I, I also grew up Greek and we had feta cheese for every single meal in our salads, you know, always, always, always Greek Greek yogurt, another trend. Yes. Meat, lamb, everything. Um, but when I'm I was picturing my big fat Greek wedding right now, <laughs> so, that some of those scenes were so, I mean, yeah, it's pretty, with pretty, like 15 statues out in the front yard. That's what uh, I'm picturing. We never went that far. Thank the Lord. But, uh, you know, <laughs> relatives might have, so <laughs> there you go. There you go. Sorry. Keep going. Keep going. But it was the, the year before I moved home. It was kind of a few months before I moved home. I was started to notice just like horrible stomach pains just like I mean and I'm sure stress had a lot to do with it too but I I mean I even went to the doctor because it was like months and I was like what in the world is going on like I've never experienced this like horrible bloating um and I went to the doctor and they're like well what are you know what's your day-to-day and he was like what foods do you have every day and I was like this actually is really funny to think about 
two Greek things, feta cheese and Greek yogurt. I used to eat like a big Greek yogurt thing at night with like, as like dessert with like, you know, yeah. whatever in it. And he's like, well, try cutting those things out and like, just see. And I really have never been like a huge cheese or dairy person, but it what those were like the two things. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, I did, I, in, in the midst of me, like trying to stop, I, uh, and I was still eating chicken at the time. And I, um, it was just kind of like correlation between when I would eat and when I would have a stomach ache. And I, I literally just tried, I was like, you know what? I'm going to just try. I was getting married in like, like, you know, we had just gotten engaged. I was getting married in like a year. I was like, I just want to figure this out. This cannot keep going on. Mm-hmm. So I kind of slowly, but surely started cutting it out. And my, uh, family was like, you know, super supportive. I mean, they didn't want to see me in pain either. So, yeah. so they started, and it was, very, it was quick. It was like, oh, that definitely is that's bottom, you know? And then as soon, dairy is probably the biggest for me because without realizing it, I was consuming it every single day yeah. and um, without really thinking much about it. And, you know, I mean, it sounds so cliche, but skin, stomach, hair, like everything just kind of, not that I've, I'm not going to sit here and say I ever had like horrible skin problems or anything like that, but it was just like different. And then kind of just like a, a layer of bloat, just kind of. Yeah, like fluff. Yeah, it really, and, you know, my digestion's not perfect. Like, of course, like, when people are like, you, how do you not get bloated? I'm like, I do. I definitely get bloated with, like, all the veggies and stuff like that. It's, But it's just. Really? And just being a woman. Ugh. Yeah. Like, oh, my gosh, you're crazy if you think I don't get bloated. But but it is, it's a different type. It's not, like, a horrible pain. I mean, I, it, it's so funny. I. I was talking to uh, one of my employees today about she gave up dairy too. And it's like, I, I don't really, I, that's not one thing that I would ever be like, I feel like I need to eat that. It's just something that it's not worth, it's not worth the pain to me. Okay. And I miss it. Now there's so many amazing substitutes. Like, you know, it's just kind of a part of my life now and I don't really think about it, but okay. definitely just feel, you know, mental clarity, more, more energy, stuff like that. Yeah. And with that, obviously, I'm going to ask you about morning conference calls. Like, are you with that? Did you notice, like, oh, higher volume? Like, I used to, I remember, I haven't thought about that in a while, but I used to, it's probably TMI forever. No, it's not. Everyone on my podcast knows that all we do is talk about this kind of stuff, so bring it on. I mean, I, there, it would get, be days without, and I would, I remember being like, what in the world? I eat so much fiber, and like, you know, like, smoothie salads I mean I was still doing a lot of the same stuff but I it was dairy and I think it was the occasional I, I used to eat chicken a lot and um yeah. and I swear chicken, I feel like is a plug it is a plug I mean the second I mean now it's so funny it's I mean every day no question yeah. no question and if I don't I'm like something is oh like what did I eat that I didn't know about? yeah and or I feel like upgraded or you know Whatever, yes. but no, it's a very similar time every day, and it's I mean, like hot water with lemon, and there you go. Oh, exactly. Yeah, and if not, your coffee will get it done. It will get it done. Okay. Um, but also, I feel like, and this was always this is always like to my clients when they're trying to transition out of eating meat, but they still want to do salmon and stuff. I'll be like, okay, if you can cut it with a fork, it's probably not too terrible for your digestion. So like eggs and salmon, things like that, once in a while. But, like, chicken and steak, I'm like, imagine what your insides have to do, you know, if your teeth can barely do it. And so, I love that. Um, That's a great way way to look at it. 
And so I'm, thank you for saying that. And I think that chicken is probably like the number one thing I always recommend that people cut out if, or like slowly start to minimize. I, uh, I agree. I love it. And, um, I only want to keep you like five more minutes cause I know I've taken a hundred hours of your time. Um, so two things, two things. So you guys will see this when you go follow her on Instagram. Um, but what are your two favorite recipes, like most popular recipes that you're looking at? Cause I'm thinking, cause I made a recipe one time and I had the wrong ingredients and everything. It was, <laughs> I, I like everything was powder. I was like, what do I do? So what are your favorite recipes? And then one more question that I don't Okay. Um, okay, so let's, we'll go with most popular and then say favorite. Most mm-hmm. popular, definitely, if you follow me, then you've seen me repost these all the time, but the chickpea chicken salad. If you're someone who loves hearty, meaty, you know, filling uh, recipes, this, this, this one will serve you right. You can put it in wraps over lettuce. Um, I need you, know, you to I, ship I, some. My husband eats it with tortilla chips. I get the dip, like, he requests it. I mean, it is the, probably the most sold item out of the store. Um, the mushroom walnut bolognese sauce is a huge favorite. The taco meat, the cashew queso, people go crazy over. And I are think you, there, there is a trend. It's like the meals that people want to eat that nece- aren't, you wouldn't necessarily label good to eat every day. Mm-hmm. The fact that they can't have it every day and they actually really love it, I think you know there's a trend there with those recipes. My favorite, I obviously, my husband and I both love Asian. Oh, the red curry with brown rice is, like, to die for. Um, and then recently I've just been really into, like, noodle dishes, like kelp noodle. I put up one that was um, the kelp noodle pad thai, and it's mm-hmm. so good. And you just get a mouthful of noodles, and who doesn't want that? <laughs> okay. I think I messed up. So I made kelp noodles, and I didn't boil them. Okay, you don't have to boil them. You just soak them. So, like, soak them in water. How long? 30 minutes. Water, I do. It's on my website. Water, lemon juice, crunchy. No, they're so soft after this. And then okay. any, with any kelp noodle recipe, you need a sauce. Like, they're, they're yes. not, it's not going to be, you're not going to enjoy it if you're, like you just said, crunching on these noodles. But it, it is, I was freaked out. Yeah, no. Yeah, okay, look at the kelp noodle pad thai. It I says instructions and I you'll have a change of heart I promise okay I'm I can't wait because I was like I have to try these like I really want to get these in there but I was like what the hell is going on because I was like I can't boil them no you gotta let them sit what is um before we let you go what is one resource okay what is one recipe that you say you have to make this at home tonight for every listener you need to drop what you're doing like make this recipe tonight it's on the website you can look up the website and one resource for people to who are looking to maybe have a healthier lifestyle whether it just be mindset positivity workouts whatever like quote book you know one resource mm-hmm. I would say for the recipe especially I always say you know everyone is a different level of like comfort in the kitchen um so I'll give you a savory and a sweet. But the I would say an amazing one, if you've never cooked anything off um, my website, I think the chickpea chicken salad is amazing because it's very versatile. You can get send it with your kids. I mean, people have – you can put it in, like I said, in a wrap, in a salad, in sandwich bread, like whatever you want. And um, it's really, really easy. And you kind it kind of jumpstarts you on a little plant-based trend of, oh, this actually does taste really good. And kind of t- – it tastes like the real thing and, you know – you're doing your body some good. So I think and that's the protein in it from the chickpeas too. So hey, and you don't have 
to cook anything and it's not overwhelming. It's all ingredients that you've heard of. Um, so I always say if you're a beginner in the plant-based world, that's a really good one to start with. Um, for the sweet, oh God, I don't think mm-hmm. decide. Recently we've been selling the Samoas like crazy again. So good. So good. Uh, the cheesecakes are so good. Um, my favorite, the carrot, oh, okay, the carrot cake muffins that, um, with Simple Mills icing, you put that on top, they are just, like, amazing, too dark. you know, and you've been dying to make it, but you're kind of scared to just start there, make that one recipe. Don't worry about like, you know, all the other crazy ingredients. If you have a lot of uh, recipes saved, just start there and don't be intimidated by it. And, um, you know, if you fail that time, whatever, you don't have to make it again if, or you can always try again. So, um, I just think with, with plant-based cooking, 
or just kind of like the healthy lifestyle in general, it's just, it's okay. Like it's not going anywhere. Like don't feel like you have to do it all at once, you know, just take it day by day, take it recipe by recipe, workout by workout and build on it. <laughs> no stress. And I think like, you know, look for people in your local community that you have to take care. I love it. Uh-oh, I think are you, you're going in and out. I love it. I love it. Can you, you hear me? I'm like, good. <laughs> awesome. If I, did I? I can hear you. you of can. course, that was 30 seconds. Um, thank you so much for all of your time. Like, you are just a dream. And oh, my gosh. You are so interviewee. Thank you for, for being such um, And you guys, again, Go check her out. Oh, plug yourself. So Instagram. It was all, it's tasty as fit. All tasty as fit. So <laughs> easy to remember. But, um, but okay, fit. I shoot, you're frozen. So I don't even know if you can hear this, but thank you so much. You are such a light. And I know everyone who listens to your podcast, listen to it because you're just, uh, you're a gym and you're such an inspiration. So, awesome. so thank you for reaching out to me. And, um, I'm, I'm honored to be on here and, um, can't wait to actually meet you in person. I know. Thank you, Instagram, for putting us together. Um, well, I will talk to you later, and I'm going to stop recording now. Thank you guys so much for listening. And that was the interview with Emily Blanchard on the Hotter Than Health podcast. You guys make sure to subscribe, like, share, all that good stuff. Um, sorry about the quality. I know it was a little bit crazy throughout, um, but bear with me. We're working on some of the acoustics and um, some of the mic troubles. So thanks so much for listening, and we will talk to you guys next week. Bye-bye. Transform your home in one weekend with paint from Menards. Get a paint that combines durability and gorgeous color. Dutch Boys DuraClean Interior Paint and Primer in One offers Stay Clean technology, making your home stay beautiful and clean longer. And with Dutch Boys Easy Opening Smooth Pouring Container, transforming your home has never been easier. Save big money on Dutch Boy paints and head into Menards to get your paint project started today. Save